and welcome to another episode of Damn, Doug's Mental Acute Mental Neuroses. I like the way name's in it. I just screwed it up. Oh, it's been a busy week. It's been a good week, but it's been a busy week, so I'm getting nice and comfy and uh, snapping open a Mountain Dew. Super thirsty. All right. What do we got going on this week? I'm pulling up some notes. Um, usually I don't make notes for this show, but, um, I thought it was good because there were a few things that, uh, you know, happened. Um, and I'll just kind of start from the top of my week and, and work my way down. Um, I'm going to add one more note, so I'm sure you'll help me typing. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. First and foremost, I've got one more therapy session left before I'm completed out of that. Um, once again, it's, it's kind of scary, um, to think that, uh, you know, I'm okay <laughs> by someone's standards. Um, I mean, it's part of the reason I'm, I'm doing this, uh, podcast is to keep my personal progress going. Um, I just, I need to get stuff out of my head. I need to stop suppressing. Um, but anyway, but it feels great to be kind of near the, the finish line with that, um, and, uh, you know, the change plan's done, and I'm going to continue therapeutic writing even afterwards, um, you know, I've, I've got, um, some important people in my life I need to say some things to, and, and even if it's just written down, I'm, I'm planning on doing that, so no, so I'm psyched, and that's going to be, you know, um, a stepping stone to some other good stuff, um, that's, that's going to happen hopefully, um, you know, near the, the end of this year, beginning of next, um, which I'm looking forward to, kind of reshaping some of my personal life. Um, speaking of my personal life, uh, I've talked about uh, one of the girls uh, I, I was kind of flirting with, um, not uh, horribly emotionally invested in. I mean, we just talked. Uh, it's the one with um, the Star Wars stickers on her computer, Instant In. Um, and it's funny that uh, I had made fun of a, a friend of mine being completely oblivious when a girl was uh, hitting on him, and I think I made the same mistake, um, but I am renowned for my obliviousness uh, with the opposite sex. So um, what happened was she came in. I hadn't seen her in three weeks, which was fine. She started a new job. Like I said, you know, through my therapy, I've really started to ease um, the fear of rejection and, and the need of acceptance. So it doesn't matter that I didn't see her for three weeks. I didn't get hung up on it. I didn't get obsessed. I didn't get in my head. I didn't suppress anything. Um, and uh, so she came in and she was talking to me and she goes, well, I'm thinking about throwing a Halloween party. I said, oh, it's rad. I love Halloween parties. Um, it's one of my favorite uh, holidays. Uh, I said to you, the internet, and not her. Um, and uh, she goes, yeah, I think it's going to be Great Gatsby themed. I said, that's great. I'm going to be a time traveler for Halloween. She laughed because she thought that, you know, it meant like, you know, I would, you know, appear that I was in the 20s and I'd feel like a time traveler. Uh, and she went, uh, oh, um, yeah, you know, great guess. And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm going to be a time traveler for Halloween. And she goes, like Doctor Who? And I went, exactly like Doctor Who. And then I decided to who vomit all over her uh, uh, verbally. Um, and everything came out. I picked apart my costume piece by piece and explained it to her. And um, I'm pretty sure bored the living hell out of her. 
Uh, and while this was all happening and her eyes began to glaze over, my brain was screaming at my mouth, please, oh God, please, oh God, stop. Why are you doing this? And my mouth was like, fuck you. Uh, I'm driving this train straight to hell and I'm taking you all with me. So um, completely oblivious, got way too much in my own way about it. And, uh, and she left shortly after to go home and... Uh, I uh, just kind of blurted out goodbye um, and waved, and uh, yeah, uh, I've talked to a, a few friends who are girls, and they're like, well, that's not a, you know, a huge missed opportunity, and you know, it's like, yeah, I think I blew it, and that's okay, because you know what, if a girl can't handle me being really excited for a costume, uh, if a girl can't handle that, you know, I'm super into Doctor Who, or, you know, comics, or nerd stuff, then... You know, it wasn't going to work anyway, um, despite, you know, any kind of short-term fancy or, you know, fun. It, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm looking for something, you know, long-term, uh, not right now, but, you know, um, it's kind of the next step is, you know, I've had a couple girlfriends that have, you know, lasted a couple years. And, you know, it's it's like, okay, well, that was, that was good. And, you know, I know that looking back, I, I was the problem. Um, I kept making jokes that I had an expiration date of, of two and a half years, and, um, you know, I think that's really when they get fed up with me, and I, I think I joked about that, and uh, it, it's absolutely true. Um, I think that's when, <laughs> when I, you know, kind of slipped into my own comfort and familiarity and, uh, you know, uh, really got in my own way. So, um, let's see, by the time uh, this goes up, this will be episode four. The show will have been around for a month already. But this show launched uh, last Friday, actually, in the middle of recording Shooting the Gap. I got the email. So I'm very excited that this is finally happening. And I've gotten some very great um, responses to the first episode. Um, I don't believe, Justin, that this will be my magnum, uh, my magnus opus. Um, but I do agree that I think this will be very, very good for me. Um, getting kind of all of this out of my head. Um, speaking of getting stuff out of my head, um, I've had the fire of doing. I've been doing a lot. I'm recording this. I'm updating our calendar. I I caught a um, very hilarious typo on our October blog where instead of saying timey-wimey, it said timey-wimpy. Thanks, autocorrect. Um, but changed that. Like, I've been emailing, um, you know, getting a schedule set up for guests for Shooting the Gap and for, um, you know, no applause. Um, so it feels good. We're going to be launching, um, you know, fourth show. Um, I say this, you know, I say it now th next week, but, you know, it, it'll probably be, you know, the end of October, um, middle of October by the time it really hits. So this, this will make so much more sense when I start catching up on episodes. Yeah. And it feels so great. It's just, you know, idle hands are the devil's playground. And, uh, you know, I get the devil in me pretty bad, and, uh, you know, you know, I hear, I listen to the Nerdist, and they say, oh, who wants to be inside their own head? And it's like, yeah, that's a dark place to be. Um, I, I get there when I'm not productive. Um, and it's not that I, I start to feel depressed about anything in particular. It's just, you know, I, I feel that I'm hard on myself. I'm my, I'm my own worst critic about uh, being productive. And, uh, but it's, I've been doing a lot, and I finished another variant cover, and I'm working on another one that's a lot of fun. Um, that's another Batman one, so that I think might see the light of day, I think, the week after this hits. And speaking of being in my in my own head, being in weird places, 
Um, I found myself last Saturday uh, eating ice cream and watching High Fidelity and getting a little wistful, getting a little misty at certain parts. Um, and uh, it's funny because I immediately went, oh, this is the guy equivalent of a single girl watching Bridget Jones' diary uh, in the dark eating, like, you know, Chunky Monkey. Um, I was not eating Chunky Monkey. I'm allergic to bananas. Um I was eating a uh, uh, strawberry cheesecake um, ice cream because I was uh, enticed by the concept of a graham cracker swirl. Now, I know that they mean, you know, like uh, uh, swirls of like gra crushed graham cracker, but still it just made me think of like a corkscrew graham cracker and how they made that. And, and if, you know, if Keebler has that kind of technology, like, why don't we have graham cracker cones for ice cream? Like, fucking, like, that's a no-brainer. That could be the next pretzel bun, is graham cracker ice cream cones. Like, that's a million-dollar idea that I'm just giving to the internet. You're welcome, Keebler. You're welcome, Baskin-Robbins, if you're still around. I'm not sure. Um, I've been to a Baskin-Robbins in, I don't know, like, 15 years. So they gotta be around, right? I mean... They have, like, the whole selling point of 31 flavors. That's a lot of flavors. I've never counted them. Man, like, oh. Uh, so, um, what else is going on? I mean, really, that's, really, I just kind of slammed through that. Um, I mean, there's stuff, um, you know, we're going to talk about on, on No Applause that, um, you know, I finished Doctor Who. I could not bring myself to watch Lone Ranger as a palate cleanser. Um, so I kind of just jumped right into Breaking Bad, and man, that first episode, really, it didn't mess me up, but man, it, it, it put me in a mood where I'm like, oh, I feel like crying slash punching someone slash cooking meth. Um, really good, I can see on the first episode alone how it got a huge cult following and a huge, you know, then mainstream following, um, uh, but uh, yeah, like, it's, it's not gonna be one where I'm gonna try to speed through, I think I'm going to only watch like a couple episodes a week, um, or I'm sorry, a couple episodes, uh, one or two a day, and just kind of let them sink in um, slowly and, and, and really kind of let my nerd mind, uh, my nerd brain kind of absorb the details. And, uh, you know, there's been loose talk of Halloween about uh, ten minutes ago. Um, today was, uh, you know, not today, uh, yesterday was a good day. I got my the last piece of my Halloween costume. Um this should be going up around Halloween, so I don't really feel weird, and I think I've talked about it on No Applause, but I'm going to be the 11th Doctor, uh, the Matt Smith incarnation, and it's going to be the um, early Matt Smith incarnation. Um, uh, so I've, I went and I got uh, my tweed jacket, which I found for a steal for five bucks at Goodwill. It looks perfect, and it fits perfect, and it was five fucking dollars. Five fucking dollars. This is going to sound like an edit because I'm getting passionate and I'm going to like, drink and then it's going to cut like back to me not being uh, calming downy. No, and you know, I, I mentioned that I've... Ooh, I just hit my computer. I bet that's a nice little bump in audio. That I'll have to edit out later. But, um, and then you'll hear me talk about it and wonder what I'm talking about. Um, but I got, you know, uh, I got the jacket. I had the shirt. I went and bought a red bow tie. found that for a decent price. Um, it's like one of those elastic band, uh, not snap on, but snap around, uh, yeah. um, for a decent price. Um, and, uh, I've had the Fez since I was 17. Uh, I bought it at the Morocco, uh, area, um, 
Morocco stall, uh, kiosk, whatever, at uh, Walt Disney World when I was 17. So really at this point, it'd be a waste of a fez if I wasn't the Doctor Who. Um, but other than that, I mean, I've got the combat boots. I've got black, uh, you know, uh, black slacks. Does he wear a belt? Crap, I guess I should have thought of that. I'll just wear, I mean, belts, not the, you know, worst part of it. Um, and then I got my sonic screwdriver, which I'm going to play with for a little bit. And uh, it pops open and makes little uh, sonic screwdriver setting sounds. And it snaps open and it makes... Oop, crap. Makes sounds when I'm, it's not open. And it's, uh, you know, lights up and it's green and it's the 11th Doctor's, um... It's the 11th... I'm gonna put this away now. It's, you know, the 11th Doctor's uh, screwdriver that was uh, made from and by the TARDIS in the 11th hour, so I'm very psyched that I got that. And I got it, um, I think two days before... It said it was going to ship. It, it said it was going to be here uh, on the 11th, and I got it on the 9th, so I was very excited. The batteries are massive pain to put in. It's like those little, it's like those like dime-sized batteries, um, and I had to like take apart the, the the Sonic screwdriver with a screwdriver, a regular analog one. What's the opposite of Sonic? It's not analog. That's the opposite of digital. Quiet? Quiet screwdriver? Quiet driver? That sounds like a horrible, like, extreme cover band, like, quiet driver. Um, <laughs> the, oh God, the places I go in my head. Do spiders feel love? I think about these kind of things. Like, I, I saw the spider, like, like, built a web around its, like, egg sack. Um, its egg hutch. And, like, stayed there for, like, two or three days. Like, same spot, like, it was protecting the eggs, which I thought was very sweet. Um, if you're gonna, you, you know, I mean, if you're gonna say a nice thing about a spider, it's maternal instinct, I suppose, as long as they're not, like, killing its mate. Uh, but that's not really maternal. Uh, that's, that's more gender, really. Um, but it stayed there for, like, three days, and then, like, it just left one day, and I was like, does it miss its babies? Or, like, will the babies, like, know the mother was there? I mean, I don't, I don't think spiders make sounds. It's not like it's... Like, you don't think of soothing spider sounds. You think of, like, that weird, itchy, scratchy music from Arachnophobia. Blech. Yeah, and I got some new shoes, because that seemed like a good segue from spiders, because they have uh, lots of legs, and they have feet at the end of the legs. Do spiders have feet? Yet another good spider question. Um, I got some shoes. I got, uh, like, a pair of, like, just, uh, like, slip-on brown kicks um, to wear around at work, and... Um, I got a pair of like uh, little like hiking boot things for when it snows, which I'm not looking forward to. Um, as it gets colder and colder, I hate cold weather. I just it's it's obviously weather is inconvenient for a pedestrian. I think that informs my opinion of weather a lot. That uh, you know I have to trudge through it. I think people in cars are like, oh well, you know, rain's not that bad. And I go, well, that's because you don't have to wait for a bus in it. Um, you don't have to walk in it. You don't get the wind throwing rain at you or or. You know, or, or that it's windy and I forget my sunglasses and it's in my eyes, drawing them out like the Sahara in my skull. So, yeah. Um, so that's, you know, Sahara in my skull from spiders and shoes. Um, 
Oh, the new Electric Six came out. I mean, I know we're going to talk about this on 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 No Applause. I know we are, but it's so good. It's so good, and uh, I love the backstory of that. Every man needs uh, has to run free like a Mustang, and every man is given three Mustang cards by the uh, Department of Agriculture to play. And all of the members of the band played one of their cards in the making of that album, and it shows. Um, but a weird one is that I was listening to it, and it's really good. But then I realized that I hadn't listened to the previous album that much. Uh, uh, heart uh, brainwaves and heart throbs, or something like that. Heartbeats and brainwaves, maybe. And it was one of those where I hadn't. I was like, I don't remember that album very well, and it's really weird for me to not have an Electric Six album completely memorized. Um, so I went back and listened to it today while I was working on, on on a variant cover, and it's really good. It's really quiet, not personal, but kind of demure, um, kind of reserved, which is rare for Electric Six, but uh, very good uh, as well. So it's kind of nice to rediscover stuff like that. And uh, let's see. Still reading City of Bones. It's a slow read, despite being a young adult book. It's just... the the exposition is like vomited at you in such a rate and a way that it's like, yeah, there's no suspense because you're telling me everything a page after you bring it up. So, um, that's all right. I don't know if I'll get the, the other books in the series. I, I don't think I will. Um, I know that it's taken me so long to get to it because I had other books, uh, on my queue that, um, I wanted to try to read city of bones before the movie came out. Uh, and it's taking me so long now, it's going to be coming out on DVD. And speaking of coming out on DVD, uh, Pacific Rim is going to be coming out on DVD this Tuesday, which obviously happened like three weeks ago by the time you people hear this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for... Because um, it's everything um, I loved about Transformers, giant robots punching things, and uh, everything I loved about Godzilla, which is that it's nothing like Godzilla at all. It was such a piece of shit. Uh, Godzilla, not Pacific Rim. Uh, it just, it, it, it's like the the hype behind it couldn't live up to it. And then, like, halfway through, it turned into Jurassic Park with the Raptors. Godzilla had babies. And I, you know, I'm no lizardologist. I don't know lizard biology. But I, I've always assumed Godzilla was male. I mean, they never really get into that because didn't Godzilla had, like, Gadzuki? Like, he had a son... Or I guess she had a son. I don't know. Was it an asexual thing? Did they explain that in the Godzilla movie? The American Godzilla movie? I can't remember. But it seemed weird that Godzilla had babies. Like, that's weird, right? Gross. You know, um, and, 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 yeah, like, what if Godzilla is a dude, then, like, A, like, you never thought of Godzilla as a single parent before. That's kind of weird. Um... And then, like, what happened to the mom? Because you have to imagine, like, the mom would have been another Godzilla, right? Or whatever he was, you know. Or, like, I don't know, it had, like, a weird, like, half-human face. Like, it kind of looked like the that, like, the Gnome King. Um, when the Gnome King would talk through rocks and return to Oz. Like, so, I don't know, did he fuck a rock monster? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the biology of Godzilla. It's weird. But go see Pacific Rim, because you know what? None of this matters. In Pacific Rim, it's just people in giant robot suits kicking the crap out of monsters the way God intended. America. You know? 
there's a robot with three arms and one of them's a chainsaw. You don't get cooler than that. And on that note, I've hit um, a little over my 20 minute mark. Um, but I think, you know, trying to figure out where Godzilla babies come from is a pretty good stopping point. So, um, from uh, Doug's acute mental neuroses, oh, and by the time you guys hear this, um, uh, I'm going to be putting up a thing for um, a post on Facebook and Twitter about sign-offs. If you guys have any suggestions for sign-offs, um, I'm more than willing to put them in, and I think I mentioned it last week as well. Um, so, from all of us at the BACN, uh, I stumbled over that, from all of us at the BACN and Doug's acute mental neuroses, have a good night. And... Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for Omos Bacon and Banjo!